Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Only on Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ. Straight fire. This is the Wesson Walker Show. Even the crowd knows what's coming next. It's Wesson Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. We have a lot to get to based off what took place over the weekend. Not only do we have the NBA conference final set, both Western and Eastern Conference, but we got some foul line to get to. Wes was so moved by John Morant's Instagram live video again. He told you to stay tuned to Wesson Walker this week, starting Monday, for him to go to the foul line based off what Ja is doing. We'll get to that at 1 o'clock, but we have a lot to get to before that as well. Carolina Panthers, minicamp underway. We just got to see what took place with Bryce Young over the weekend. Not a whole lot of maybe 100% reps. We're not going full force out here. We're not doing the full pads thing, but we are getting to know a little bit about Bryce Young and especially with how he looks during light work out there, maybe some lighter drills. And so we'll get to that in a moment as well. Have plenty of Frank Reich audio, Bryce Young speaking to media over the weekend as well. But I did want to throw this text to the text line just real quick or throw this question, I should say. Fiddy, what were you singing before we started? Because you were singing a song, and it's honestly one of the worst songs that gets stuck in my head. What were you singing for the people? I think the title of it is Turn Back Time. I wanted you to sing it. Could you sing it? Can you start off the week <laughs> singing for us All a right. little bit? So I just came to the hole and I was singing Turn Back Time. <laughs> but I was singing the Hacksaw version, mm-hmm. who used to do a hack song on the Nick Wilson show where he would imitate classic songs every Friday. So I was singing it in his voice. And then you started singing it, and because, then you called me a, a cuss word, yeah. and, and now... Well, I'm, I'm mad at you. Here's why I'm mad at you. Because I'm actually the worst when it comes to having songs sticking in my head, and I can't get them out. And so, since you sang it, I've been singing it so often, I'm going to need you to play it at some point in the show to unleash this from my head. It's trapped right now. I did want to throw this question to the text line. What's the worst song that gets stuck in your head constantly? Okay, like what is a song that gets stuck in your head and it is the absolute worst and you can't get rid of it? I will start by saying maybe Baby Shark. That's one that gets stuck in your head. Oh, Baby Shark is the worst. What is there any like intro to a children's show that you have, Wes, that you just can't get out of your head because your kid was watching it? Um, Oh, man. That's tough to think about because there's always certain songs every now and again that do get stuck in my head. I'll, I'll you have to come back to me on the specific ones. But as far as the kid shows, my little sister would watch The Wiggles and Fruit Salad got in my head a couple times. Fruit salad, <laughs> yummy, yummy. Yeah, yeah. Fitty. Yeah. Fitty knows the song. Oh yeah, I took a mountains va- a, a vacation trip and my little brother mm-hmm. was the only thing would get him to go to sleep was the Wiggles, uh. no, the soundtrack. 24 Wiggle songs would would get my little bro 
That's brutal. That's brutal. Yeah. That's so brutal. Uh, yeah. So Chris in West Charlotte said the Burger King Whopper song. That one's brutal. Oh yeah. Whopper, 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 Whopper. And my son loves jingles, so well, yeah, he so. gets attached to certain ones, so they definitely will get stuck. All right, we got a lot. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, One eight seven seven card. Yeah. He's not wrong. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna uh, lie. There's woo. sometimes I catch myself at the house. I'll sing it. Those people who came up with that song <laughs> have done an incredible job of never allowing that jingle to leave your head. Cars for Kids, the Goat. Or however you want to think about it, I will call it the goat jingle that does not leave your head, which is exactly what it's designed to do. And in fact, so many people are writing at that end. Multiple people are writing that in. All right. Already off and rolling with an influx of text messages coming in on some of the songs that get stuck in their head. And it absolutely does not leave. We'll get to that coming up. I have another question for you after the segment because I want to see what kind of magic we can stir up here with the Charlotte Hornets and be a draft lottery tomorrow. We'll get you set on all of the possibilities that could History be. History forever changes I'm ready. in Queen City. Thank you, Wes. I, Fitty is so Debbie Downer over there saying the Hornets are not going to get the number one pick. I need some positivity. I mean, what will we say? L- literally, once he gets to two and if he says and the Hornets have to come up, are you going to just like be like when you have a dream that something's chasing you, you're in a state of shock and you just can't move your brain saying move, 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 but yeah. you can't? Usually this is reserved for something that Fitty would say, <laughs> but I really don't mind. Um, there's been a lot of people say that they would get naked out of pure celebration. <laughs> and I see that. I could see myself just getting naked, dancing around my house a little bit. Yeah, that's how much I want Wimby. I'm sorry. I apologize that it went there, but that's a, usually that's a fitty comment, but I'm with you. This is the sicko part of my brain that has become a Hornets fan for the last 30 years that have not had all that many good things happen. I'll get naked if Wimby. I'm not, I'm, don't, don't, don't save that clip, actually. The don't amount of times I'll say what loud and violently yeah. just be... It's gonna be happy. It's gonna be a happy time. The thing is, is that naked Walker still would not be my favorite Walker. Oh really? No, I'm surprised. I, no, that I you need would say that. I need Bumblebee Walker in my life for three hours. <laughs> I'll, I'll do. You know what? <laughs> you can save this clip. I will. I will wear the Bumblebee costume and do a show with that costume on the entire time if you want to. If they get the number one overall selection, if uh, the Hornets get number one, which means they get Victor Wembanyama, I will wear the Bumblebee costume. You know, no you, problem. You also frequent uh, Charlotte Sports Live, and I know you've gone on with Carboni at WCNC. Would you do every media draft hit <laughs> as the Locked On Hornets and WFNZ host in, uh, in, in the Bumblebee costume? Yeah. If if we know, if we know we're getting Wemby, I'll do CSL. I can work it out with Christian. Yeah, producer extraordinaire over there at CSL. I'm sure Will Kunkel would want me to do it. Everybody, right? I'll do that. That's fine. If they get the number one overall selection, I'm telling you right now, everybody at Queen City News, I will do a CSL hit in a B costume that I bought, yes, for $30 on Amazon to treat the Lockdown Hornets listeners. I will also copy and paste that to everybody listening here on WFNZ. So that is my bet. We also have the question out there for everybody on the Garage Door Guru text line. Let's get some Carolina Panthers conversation in. While we're still on the bus, open up the doors, Fitty. Let's go ahead and do the damn thing. We look good getting off the bus. I got something to say. West, your boy, he's impressing. Bryce Young goes out there an hour early. 
Everybody so happy that the QB is the first one on the field, the last one to leave. Every cliche you could come up with to demonstrate just how much Bryce Young cares. Frank Reich also telling you just how important it is that he got there an hour early. Frank Reich was talking about that. Here is, uh, here is the comment from the head coach. You know, it's a big deal. We, you know, we got to lead by example. Uh, obviously, quarterbacks have a lot to say. They're oftentimes the voice as well, but there's nothing like leading by example. And, uh, you know, normally if a guy's coming out there, sometimes he'll get out there by himself. But usually if you're going out there, it's probably helpful to bring somebody along, you know. And then the next thing you know, that kind of grows and um, you, you start creating a standard for the preparation, you know, of what it's going to take for us to get where we want to get to. And, you know, and when the quarterback is doing that, um, I, I just think it sets the team and the offense in the right mindset. Wes, how big of a deal was it that he was out there an hour early? I mean, it's just confirming the things that we've been saying, and it's going to continue to happen slowly but surely. I mean, I told you that this guy was the most pedigreed prospect the Panthers had ever drafted. I told you that this guy was like a young Drew Brees, a young Peyton Manning, just a computer in his head at quarterback, and he was going to do so many things right. I'm, I'm just telling you that now, so just get ready hmm. for more superlatives, more great play from this guy, more reports like this coming day in and day out about Bryce Young. Like, Queen City, you got one. Yeah. Plain and simple. I, I think, I don't know if I'm ready to say that because of this, he's going to be the best QB of all time. I know that's a hyper, uh, hyper. Talking for the Panthers? Yeah. Well, even that, right? Like He's going to be the best quarterback of all time. I'll say it if you want. I hope so. That's fine. I mean, I don't know <laughs> if it's because that he's out there an hour early, though. No, right? I'm not like, talking about that. I'm just talking about no, the, the reports and everything else that came with it. No, this is great. As far as just checking off some of the smaller boxes to demonstrate that he's going to work hard, that he's going to be the guy and the franchise QB, this is fantastic. And I know Frank Reich was talking about how important it is. We just played that soundbite for you. But this is the stuff that he can take care of. That is the small stuff, right? Go ahead and get out there an hour early. Make sure that you're putting in your work. And also, this is exactly what people were excited about, even in the team meeting, right? When Carolina was doing the whole bus tour where they were going to different pro days and there they were with Bryce Young. They asked him about a daily routine, and here he is by, you know, 30 minutes in. He's only at 1 o'clock during his daily routine, and everybody's yeah. looking at each other and laughing because he gets a lot of work in. Yeah. And so at least you get to see that well, you left out come the to fruition. Fact too, that he said that he was in total command in the first day and all weekend. He was in total command the first day and all weekend. <laughs> what do you make of that, Bryce Young doing that, that as well? That's where my storyline more so is going. Yeah, the hour early is cool and all that, but the fact that he I said that he was going to be like Andrew Luck as far as coming in early, already understanding and having a great grasp on things. And so that's just going to continue the more time he gets with that playbook, man. And he's just going to get out there and be a maestro. So, Bryce Young, first impressions are very good. Depending on how much stock you want to put into minicamp, where there's not a whole lot going on, but you're just getting familiar with your teammates, there is the connection there to Jonathan Mingo. I know Carolina put a video of him throwing to Mingo, so we got to see that connection. And it's fun to see some of the young guys get after it this weekend. So those are the first impressions for Bryce Young. I did want to, I wanted 
to let Wes update you on some local storylines happening, maybe not in the world of professional sports. Wes, we had a lot of things going around here in the Queen City in the Carolinas. Yeah, man, they had a uh, girls flag football tournament out at the uh, the Bank of America Stadium this weekend. And so just wanted to give a shout out to Julius Chambers, a.k.a. what used to be Vance High School, my alma mater, not only winning state championships in football, but they also, the women are getting it done as well. The girls getting out there, getting it done. Just athletes crawling all over Vance. That was my, oh, see, there I go, still calling it Vance. All over Chambers, man. Uh, that was the thing this morning. I said, man, I said, it's just athletes all over the place. Then the Charlotte 49ers, softball, Crab. makes the NCAA tournament for the first time time ever. They're doing their thing as well, so shout out to them. Uh, that's fantastic. At least Charlotte has something uh, to latch on to when you talk about uh, that program. Well, they had so many different players make the all-freshman team and so many different players make the all-conference team. And by the way, not one of them were overlapped, right? Like, So they all had some upperclassmen or people not at freshmen anymore. They were making all-conference, and then they also are able to reload immediately. Charlotte's softball team has been fantastic fantastic this season. Yes, and then the Wake Forest Demon Deacons won their first ACC regular season baseball championship since 1963. They're 42 and 8, 20 and 6 in the ACC. They've won every conference series that they played this season. They were plus 91 in run differential uh, through its nine series wins, outscoring opponents 175 to 84. And when you talk about uh, ACC history. Brock Wilkin, currently a Demon Deacon, Deacon, sitting there at third with 63 career home runs in ACC. So we got a monster on the plate, and the Demon Deacons hmm. are one of the top teams in the country, number one to be exact. So uh, go Deeks. Go Deeks, as Wes would say. Also, <laughs> go 49ers. I'm glad you got both of our alma maters in there as well. We'll come back with the Garage Door Guru text line looking for songs that get in your head that you cannot easily get rid of. And I'll also leave you with this. What are you doing to muster up some magic for the Hornets to select Victor Wembenyama once the draft lottery results are in? We'll get to all of that coming up next. Also play more minicamp audio for you. It's Wes and Walker off and rolling. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. It's so bad. It gets that. Not the song is bad. It just gets stuck in my head. So bad. I don't know what it is, man. The hook. It just, it catches me and it doesn't let me go. Hopefully you playing the song and 
talking about so many other songs that get stuck in your head allows that to escape. But it's still very much in there right now. I want the people of Charlotte to know I found the hack song. And we got to spend, we're going to bring it back. Y'all never heard a hack song, have y'all? I have not heard the hack song. I know Hacksaw, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a part of the producer team, Nick Wilson show for a while, correct? Yeah. I have not heard of the song, though. Okay. So this thing was made up when Duke and North Carolina faced in the Final Four? No, or? no. This was when Cam came back. Oh, okay. Two, so two years ago. Oh, or got so it. For the, the 2021 football season. All right. We can listen to that. And, uh... It's, yeah. And then you'll understand why I've got his version stuck in my head. Okay, fair enough. We'll play that. you got to stay tuned, though, because it's going to be an Easter egg. We're not going to play that at any scheduled time. It is at Fitty's disposal. He gets to choose when we listen to that song. So you'll have to stay tuned to Weston Walker on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. I also wanted to read your text on the Garage Door Guru text line. Oh. 704-570-9610. 704 wrote, as far as the songs that get stuck in your head so badly, Tainted Love, I could see that one getting stuck in your head quite a bit. 704 number, a different one also said, my kid watches the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and that theme gets stuck <laughs> in my head constantly. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. That's a bad one. Mm. That one's also from the little. (laughs) 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 That one's kind of bad. Rodney wrote this one in, and this is a fantastic entry, especially if you're talking about the Stevie Wonder version. Happy birthday. Happy birthday from Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. All right. Sing it, boy. That one's. That one is so bad. You actually got some. Some lyrics over there. Like, wait, no, you, you actually like the tune. Oh, I like that. Okay. Do that again. All right, here we go. My my girlfriend, by the way, anytime I sing, she always says, you can't sing, don't do it. I, I'm constantly okay. being held down with my talents. You want me to sing Stevie Wonder again? Because he's the best musician ever. All right, so happy birthday to you. Is that all right? Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Me and Stevie, like this, tier one when it comes to singing. Um, 704 wrote a jingle. This one's bad. You ready? J.G. Wentworth, 877 Cash Now. Yeah. I mean, no just, a, about it. just a classic. That one will not leave. Jason wrote this one in. This one's also great. Liberty, 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 Liberty. You guys like that one? Yes. Okay. We have local ones like Stanley Steamer. Yeah. Um, well, the, as far as all of the intros, too, Morris Jenkins had some fire intros when I was growing up. You guys remember that one, right? Late last, last night, I woke up shivering in my bed. Yes, yeah. And then the other one I'll go to, the commercials, where I still know every single one of the words to these songs, Morris Jenkins, AC, and Heating, both of them. Also, K9 Advantix, when the little yellow <laughs> lab puppy is riding back home. Can't wait to show you all my new tricks. Thanks again for sending me K9 Advantix. You guys <laughs> don't remember the yellow lab puppy? I'd have to see it. We might have I'm to. I'm sure if I saw it, I'd be like, oh, yeah. That might have been just a Claremont only commercial. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Bob the Builder. Yes. 803 wrote that, number, uh, wrote that one in. That's Gator Ball 67 wrote Bob the Builder. Um, we've got a lot more. Let, let's try to get to that. We got to promise you some sports <laughs> conversation as well. What, what What are you laughing over there? 704. Fitty? Listen to your girlfriend, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Hey, you guys, they set me up. I, I'm sorry. I finally got some confidence to sing, not only in the confines of my own home, but in front of the city of That's Charlotte. Right. And then I get shut down. This is why I can't open up. This is why I'm vulnerable. <laughs> Thank you for defeating me. 
Thank you very much. 704-570-9610. Let's get to some Carolina Panther minicamp audio. And I did want to talk about one major storyline that seems to be breeding for minicamp, that Andy Dalton is taking QB1 reps as soon as those guys are both on the field. Not something that is surprising. We've been talking about this really even since Bryce Young was drafted. This was going to be a conversation point. And so we'll see what happens there. But Frank Reich did talk about on Saturday how Bryce will be the backup and he'll still get plenty of reps. Yeah, Bryce will get a lot of reps. You know, as, as we've said, you know, hey, when, when he's ready, when it's best for the team, you know, that that's, you know, when we'll look to make a transition. But right now, you know, when we come back out Monday, Andy will be taking reps with the one, ones. Bryce will be with the twos. And um, But Bryce is going to get a lot of reps. You know, we'll, you know, likely even get a few more than than Andy, you know, just as as the as the new guy. So and Andy, the good thing with Andy is he's logged a lot in, in the last couple of weeks and and with as a savvy veteran, um, you know, he still needs to work, but uh, we'll focus on getting Bryce uh, as the younger player, you know, focus on getting him as many reps as we can. There's a couple of things I learned from that soundbite. One, just how much better is Frank Reich at handling the media than Matt Rule? Because he knew what he was doing here, right? He wants to avoid the negative conversation, which could lead to, are we sure Bryce Young is getting enough reps before he starts the first game? So he tells you that Bryce Young is not going to be QB1, that when Andy Dalton takes the field, he's going to be the guy, but he makes sure he backs that point up with, don't worry, Bryce is going to get a lot more reps. And then he's even careful to say he's going to get more reps than Andy Dalton. Because one conversation point we could have is, don't we want the rookie quarterback to get as many snaps with Adam Thielen, with DJ Chark, with Jonathan Mingo as much as possible? Why is Andy Dalton getting all of these snaps if we know Bryce Young is going to be the week one starter? So Frank Reich is telling you on the back end, hey, don't worry. Let's not get this to be some big talking point that doesn't need to happen. Andy Dalton is the starter right now because he does have a long career in the NFL who has had his success even as late as last year. So he's going to be the starter as the veteran, but Bryce Young will have plenty of reps under his belt and he'll be ready to go when that transition happens. Frank Reich, a lot better at handling the media. Is there any reason to worry about Bryce Young not getting enough snaps with some of the ones elsewhere on the roster? No, I think the main thing is they just want to confirm what they think they know. Uh, that's the number one thing. They want to get him in minicamp. Then they want to get him in training camp with the pads and then get him out there with the guys, the seven-on-sevens and uh, all of those things and into the team scrimmages so then they can confirm what they think because they already think, especially after this rookie minicamp, I know he said not to put a lot into what happened this weekend, but I think that this weekend started the process of them already confirming that he's going to be the starter and the clock uh, beginning to tick down as far as when that's going to happen. And so the more they progress – into the offseason, the more they see from him, the more that they can confirm what they think that they already know, then they'll make the move. Well, and and the thing about Bryce Young, too, the reason that you feel so good about him starting immediately, it's because the thing that you can transition as soon as possible, or what I should say is the hardest thing to transition from the college game to the NFL game is something that Bryce Young is actually generationally better at than everybody else. And so if you don't draft Bryce Young, 
to try to go with the upside. What's baked into the cake with an Anthony Richardson or even a C.J. Stroud having run the Ryan Day Ohio State offense, it's the fact that it might take a little time for those quarterbacks to be ready week one. Bryce Young is the generational brain. He is the guy that processes quite literally better test-wise than everybody else who's ever taken the S2, whoever has been drafted anytime recently for sure. So if that is a skill set that he's already better than everybody else at, this is going to lend himself to playing week one sooner rather than later. Here's Bryce Young talking about what it's like learning an NFL playbook. I have great coaches here, obviously. Um, all the coaches in, in, in the QB room have done, you know, a great job of, of helping me. And I've it's been, a, you know, a lot of repetition about, you know, and just from top to bottom. Um, obviously, it's a, a lot of different, um, you know, a lot of different verbiage, um, different words. Um, and, you know, for me, it's a lot of associating um, some stuff with stuff I've done in the past and then learning new stuff, learning new philosophies. And, you know, we all run the same plays or certain variations of it, but it's all taught a little differently. Everyone has just different philosophies. Uh, so for me, I'm, you know, really trying to, trying to soak it all in from the coaches, um, you know, really asking them questions, um, seeing how they see things, um, and then, you know, repetition as far as trying to get calls right, get plays right, know, um, you know, what the, what, the, what the rules are, what the little nuances of each play is, you know, on top of, of watching film. Wes, what do you think Bryce Young is going to struggle with the most as he transitions just in year one? It doesn't mean that he's not going to grow, develop, you know, that whole thing, of course, with every young player that steps into the league. Of course, you're going to get better at a lot of different things. But if you had to choose, right, because we're both so high on him. I wanted Bryce Young all along. You thought he should have been the pick all along. So be it. Here he is with Roger Goodell announcing his name because we think he can transition so well. What do you think is actually something he could possibly struggle with as soon as he steps onto the NFL field? I think for him... It's going to be like it is with a lot of rookies. It's just going to be the speed of the game, not just the fact of how, you know, in college you throw to a man and in the pros you throw to a spot. And so I think those will be the things sometimes that the guys will be maybe a step of, ahead of him, especially when you play against the smarter defenders in the league. He'll kind of see that it is the chess game that is football out there. And I think that's the number one thing is just kind of the speed of the game and how sharp a lot of the players are going to be. Because other than that, man, as far as grasping the playbook, I don't see that being an issue. Um, You know, coverages, obviously he's going to get fooled at times. I mean, every quarterback has to go through their, you know, baptism by fire as far as that goes. So I think the normal struggles for him – will be the struggles that a lot of great quarterbacks mm-hmm. go through early in the process, but I don't think there'll be anything major. That's why I was really kind of staring off into space and trying to really dig deep into the craters of my brain <laughs> to figure out <laughs> what those things may be. But if I if I think it's anything, it's just kind of just the speed of the game and those windows closing a little bit tighter than what they close in college. But, but And because of that, I think your anticipation – your processing is going to have to be so advanced, especially when your arm isn't the strongest. It's not crazy weak. I don't want to paint that picture, but it's clearly not a top five, top 10. I don't know, top 15, maybe like it it might be a top half arm, but you're relying so much on anticipation, which is fine because this is what Bryce Young has been the best QB in college football. It's what got him a Heisman award. It's what allowed Alabama to be so success, so successful on top of all the other talented positions. But maybe when you make that jump to the NFL, 
if you don't have a play sniffed out as early as you did in college, and then you try to rely a little bit on arm strength that isn't top five or top 10 worthy, I think it's fair to say that might be a struggle at the beginning because he's not going to be perfect in every shape, way, or form as soon as he steps into an, onto an NFL field. So it's okay to have some of these struggles right away. And then as he learns the NFL game, you don't have to get away with arm strength as much because it's not even there at the top level in the first place. And so that's where I wonder if, okay, do you have any batted balls or pass defended up in the middle of the field? Then somebody takes it off the tip drill. That's what I wonder about Bryce Young coming in and maybe, okay, that's something that he's going to have to be perfect on some of those anticipation plays. Uh, Yeah, but I think that's the case. Regardless, but I get your point about the arm strength, but I think he has, I classify his arm as having enough. Yeah. Uh, he's no, got enough I get that. Yeah. in there to be able to do what he needs to do. I mean, I could see that that being an issue, sure. Uh, but again, for me, like I said, I just think it's going to be just some of the little small nuances that rookies deal with as far as speed of the game and some of those windows closing tighter, which to your point, though, arm strength can play into that as well because if you are right. throwing into that tight window, sometimes if you don't have enough arm strength for that required throw, it may not be well, a completion. Well, and that and that's my point more so than just throwing the ball downfield because throwing the ball downfield, you can do that. You know, I mean, you're, you're talking about what? 40 yards. Okay. He can get it 40 yards downfield as long as he has enough time. Is he able to improvise enough? It's the tight window thing that I'm talking about as far as the arm strength goes. Here's Frank Reich, some more audio when he spoke to media on Saturday discussing how quickly he thinks Bryce can progress at the NFL level. I think he's going to progress quickly in anything he does. I mean, I think we all know that's the kind of person he is. That's the kind of player he is and how fast his mind thinks and, you know, how gifted he is physically. Um, You can just see him throwing the football out there, how easy it is for him. Um, You know, we were, you know, a couple of us coaches were talking. We we like to talk about, you know, low RPM mode, you know, where it's just – it's he just it's easy for him you can see that um but right it'll pick up on monday it'll pick up on monday getting the vets out there um there will be challenges there will be bumps and and there will be ups and downs uh, but excited to get to work it'll be fun to see some of the updates once things ramp up a little bit more here west because the thing is too when i look at the, the yards per pass last year the leaders the two leaders of that category were Tua Tungavailoa and Brock Purdy two guys who nobody considers to have rocket arms essentially but they play with great anticipation so I think you look at those two guys as the way that they play the game and that's going to be the fashion in which Bryce Young plays the game you could absolutely see it that's what's going to allow him right I think the big yardage totals it's going to be with him understanding the NFL game sooner than a lot of other quarterbacks out there let's go back to the text line 704-570- 9610. Some people are still writing in about my singing ability. Oh, thank you, Stanford P. Walker, you have the voice of an angel. <laughs> was hoping for Fergie and Jesus, but that's fine. Yeah. An angel also works. Big Cat Dan said Walker needs to do the masked singer. That sounded like every story from the masked singer. LOL. What would his masked singer mask be? I see. Oh, that'd be good. Uh, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Fish. Yeah. Are you th- thinking, oh, okay. I wasn't I, going I was that route. A, that's easy too. What do they call it? A, a goby? <laughs> they do. Is that, is that what it is? There you go. The depths of fish keeping. <laughs> <laughs> Fishy Marlowe right here at the Planet Kia Studios. I like a goby. I was more thinking the Hugo the Hornet had. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh. But Can like, I be Hugo out there singing? And Charlotte probably wouldn't want that. Yeah, but but like also like for us, we'd probably guess. And I guess if you were a fish too, it would make a lot of sense. But yeah, Hugo. Hugo would be cool. 
Hugo would be fantastic. Niner B said, not Stevie, bro. By the way, we shared a birthday on Saturday, and I did see that. 73 years old, Stevie Wonder, May 13th with his birthday, so just a couple of days ago. I'll say this. I think the best musician of all time. That Okay, that was a take Stevie that, Wonder? You, that you uh-huh. just said, Yeah, and it wasn't addressed. Yeah, I know. I don't I don't mind that though. Like Michael I feel, Jackson? I feel I good about Prince. that. I feel good Prince? about that. See, now Prince is the one too. Cool like and I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and debate about Stevie Wonder and Prince. I go Stevie, but Prince is another guy that a lot of people will throw out there as the best of all time. Wes's grandfather who was a musician. Is that right? Can we put him up there? He was, yeah. Can we put him, can put him up there? In, in the Stevie tier? <laughs> did, did you get some of the singing chops? I did not get some okay. of the singing chops, but some of the other stuff I did. Okay. What does that mean? Well, I what was dabbling jobs? in music for a while, <laughs> okay. so as far as, you know, composition, the <laughs> looks, the flair, the swag, the brashness he gotcha. had, I got okay. all of that, too. I didn't know what you were talking about. I just wanted to make sure. Uh, uh, H.J. wrote, uh, he said Wes, I think he means Walker, because I was the one singing. Mm-hmm. Walker, I actually heard some melody and soul. Mm-hmm. You're, oh! You're definitely invited to the cookout. Okay. Thank you. I always feel weird with cookout invite talk, but I appreciate the conversation nonetheless. Mm-hmm. I'm having one this weekend. You can come with your jazz tune. I'll get the saxophone out there. Are you having a cookout no, this no weekend? No, invite for me, though. Yeah, I was about to say, he got excited. Good you got to be able to sing on air, I guess. <laughs> That's what it is. Those are those are the uh, stipulations. All right, let's go to the first Fitty Flash of the day. What you got for us, Fitty? It's all right to be a little Fitty. A little hometown. Wes, I don't have to personally invite you. You have a standing invitation to come to my house whenever you want to. (laughs) Okay. Um, It was a big weekend for Charlotte FC as they took down Atlanta 3-1 on the road. Former Atlanta United player player Justin Miram scored a brace for the crown uh, in the win for Charlotte FC, who are undefeated in all comps since Jessica Charman joined the show. They're 2-0. So maybe she might be the good luck charm coming on instead of Willie P., for the crown to get wins on the pitch. The Knights and the Durham Bulls, they split a six-game series uh, uh, last weekend over the weekend. Of course, the Knights will be back in action tomorrow. And in NASCAR, William Byron won at Darlington as NASCAR continues celebrating their 75th season at at the historic track. It was the third win of the year for William Byron in the 24 car. All right, we're going to try to talk some NASCAR a little bit later this week as well, looking for a certain guest. So hopefully we can do that and bring you some. Yeah, we got a lot of guests in the works right now. Yeah, trying you to know William Byron's from the Queen City, right? You said, oh, yeah, I did. I got to interview him when he was very young. He came oh, into the studio. He still looks very I, young. I know, but even more so. <laughs> I mean, he was, oh, God, he, he might have been. 18, he was still in, He was in high school. He was in high school, came into the studio, happy, also very nervous, right? So very nervous that I was sitting there trying to get something out of him, talking about some of the favorite things, and, you know, still very nervous. He's grown quite a bit. Of course, as you would be, I'd be nervous as hell if I was 16, getting all of the looks like Wes Bryant was when people were wanting him to play (laughs) football for their school. All right, let's come back. Undrafted, my name is. The segment we debuted last week, it's been somewhat of a recent fan favorite, so we'll give you some of the undrafted free agents playing for the Carolina Panthers on the other side of the break. It's Wesson Walker, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection, you can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. 
Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Wu-Tang Clan rank among the best musicians of all time. What about the head? Rap groups for me, they are... Two? <laughs> you said what? Two? Run DMC number one? Nah, Outkast. Oh, so even duos. Is that count as a group? That's yeah, a they're a group. I mean, they're classified as a group. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's right. Anybody <laughs> that's multiple. Yeah. Yeah, Outkast is one, Wu-Tang is two. Yeah. I don't hate that. Because Run DMC is... Now, what about like... A rock him, Eric B and Rock him. I mean, those guys are the goats, and I can't but no, necessarily my- put them in my personal rankings like that because that wasn't my era. Even though I did go back and listen to their music. Well, Rock him is the is the father of flow. He's the one that yeah. actually switched it up for the first time, no doubt, and didn't give you just duh, 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 yeah. duh, duh, duh. no doubt. He gave you yeah. So my my only question was like Rock him doing a solo thing, mm-hmm. and then Eric B like is that it's a group, oh, but then Rock him yeah, yeah. like did his own thing too. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, all right, that's some food for thought for all you hip hop heads. Uh, Matt and Greensboro said the theme from Beverly Hills Cop gets in your head and it does not leave. Uh, he also said somebody that I used to know. Great entry. That was the number one song almost like a decade ago. Okay. Something like that. I thought that was a good one. That does not leave your head. Fiddy, you had another song like that? No, you didn't? Okay. And then somebody else wrote in 704-570-9610. Uh, Jason wrote in more best musicians. He brought up David Grohl. And it's funny because I've seen an interview with Grohl where he says, yeah, yeah, like he's he's an awesome drummer, but he'll even tell you Prince is a better drummer because he's just insane. Yeah, Prince did so many things. Guitar, uh-huh. drums, sang, all that stuff, man. He was right. a total package. Keyboard. And it's the thing, too, by the way. Keep, people keep writing in yeah, cars, you know? for, cars for kids. Yeah. Every, I mean, it's yeah. everyone is writing that jingle. Anything in. with that kid's tempo. That's going to get stuck in your head. No doubt about it. You had one comment before. Am I right about this one? I was just okay. thinking about Prince. Like, when you have a whole superhero movie with your with your album on it or whatever, like that's how you know you're one of one. Yeah, not, yeah 100%. Not going to gonna quarrel with that. I rewatched that Batman last week. It's not as good as The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. but it's it might be a top three Batman movie. Oh, yeah, time. that's fire. The original Batman was fire. Uh, Sam Farber wrote in, voice of the Charlotte Hornets. He said, you two clearly don't have, I mean, because you have a kid, but maybe you just haven't heard uh, anything made for a four-year-old is an earworm. Anything like that? So, like, anything made for somebody? Yeah, I mean, that, like, that when age? he used to watch Sid the Science Kid, some of that stuff yeah. used to get stuck. Uh, of course, Sesame Street stuff. But just in retrospect, I guess at those times it would. And then what was the, oh, Teletubbies. I hated the Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> that little son when you know the, the wiggle. little baby smiling son. Yeah, the wiggle joint. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Okay, well, let's get to some more of that because Fiddy likes it. I, no, no, I was doing the Jason Derulo wiggle, wiggle, oh, wiggle back here. Oh, very different. All yeah. right, let, let's <laughs> let's get to undrafted. My name is only a few more minutes, but did want to get to some undrafted free agents. Wes is going to lead us off right after this. They are the long shots. 
They are the underdogs. They are undrafted. What you got on Echo? Let's go, Mr. Echo Leota. 6'3 and a quarter, 263 pounds, linebacker out of Auburn. That's a big young man. That's a big linebacker. He looked real good sitting over there on that edge and that 3 4 defense by Jero. Jero. And so when we talk <laughs> about him, <laughs> he began and spent three seasons in the Big Ten with Northwestern. Before transferring to Auburn, he operated as a rotational pass rusher for the majority of his career until this past season. He started five games before suffering a torn pectoral. And so this guy also, active pass rusher, strong motor. They said he does not stop after his initial move. He has counters. Good build and length to set the edge when defending the run game. We've heard Coach talk about that with DJ Johnson setting the edge. We heard Fitterer talk about that to be specific. Hand power sufficient to soften edges and angles to create an easier path to the football. In addition, he possesses quick bursts to affect the outside arc of offensive tackles. For his career at Northwestern and Auburn, he amassed 25 career tackles for loss and 15 and a half sacks. So, hello. His name is hmm. Eka Leota. Yeah. The uh, linebacker. Yeah, interesting. Yes. Yeah, saw some of this when you put his name in the rundown, and I was looking at some of the stats that he was able to amass. At least I was watching some of the tape, and I think the, that's the first thing that showed up to me was the hustle plays where he just doesn't quit, and there were a lot of tackles in the backfield because either the QB, there was a sack on Stetson Bennett where he just kept pursuing them. Same thing with some end around. So interesting guy to bring up there in Echo Leota. I think of Ray Leota every time I'm going to bring his name up, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I give him 10%. Okay. Yeah, not high, but still possibility there for yeah. sure. Um, Would still love to add up all the percentages to see if we're actually keeping on track with 100. The guy I'm going to showcase today, don't even know if I'm pronouncing the last name correctly but Austin a jockey that's what I'm rolling with anyway the <laughs> linebacker out of UNLV he's 6'2 he's 220 pounds and you know me Wes I love the athletic guys yeah. how about a 40 time a 455 at that size pretty good you look at the broad jump as well his vert would have been tied first at the NFL combine if that was listed he had a 38 and a half inch vertical mm. if you look at the relative athletic score he had an elite explosion grade the 40 time was good as we just mentioned there a 10 foot three broad jump at that size so size isn't very good at linebacker you know six two and as i mentioned only 220 pounds so pretty light more so maybe you could even say a somewhat taller safety maybe even just outright safety type body listed at linebacker but man he was very productive in his senior season can i interest you in 132 tackles in one year going alongside four sacks and two interceptions well I, this guy's interesting to me. So small, but rangy, fast, explosive combine. And if you don't have the size, then I do want to see the relative athletic score towards the elite level. And that's exactly what you saw on top of the explosion. So those are a couple of defensive players that we'll showcase here in the undrafted My Name Is segment. What did you think about my guy in Austin Ajaki? Yeah, man, I think, I think that that last season that he had tremendous tremendous numbers and you wonder too what's the rub why did he not get drafted i mean he was Just all small. over the field 132 tackles 
he had a couple of interceptions as well. He so he looks to be a playmaker, man. And so this tends to be a guy. He kind of is in that Jeremy Chin mode as far as size wise and what he could do. He could either be a really big safety or a small linebacker that you could be versatile with, be multiple with. I've said I like those kind of guys. You don't need a ton of them because you still need some big guys down in there because you still need that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You still need some of that down in there. I do. But you also need a couple of guys what? that you can present some interesting things uh, down there in the box and create some mismatches for yourself defensively. So, hey, man, I like what I see from them. I like the production. And undersized guys are always going to have that chip on their shoulder. And you know you're always going to get big-time motor with guys that are deemed to be too small for their position. Seems like a pretty damn good special teams player right off the yes, bat. Right? Like, I, I wonder if that allows him to make the roster in some capacity. So maybe go even a little bit higher with the kind of production that he has. Can we go 15 Ah, just give him 25%. Let's just give everybody a great shot to make the team. I will say, just an overview real quickly, I like a lot of the undrafted guys they brought in. Like, athletic scores are good. Some of the production from some of these players are pretty good. I think both of us have been pretty pleased with some of the names that they brought in on the undrafted list. That will do it for the My Name Is segment. Coming up next, we'll talk about the NBA postseason. Do we like how the conference finals are set? And Wes, he's going to go to the foul line. You have to stick around and find out why. Wes and Walker, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.